I love seeing people like, like you just mentioned, dripping in sweat and freaking out on the most crazy, scary things that you've ever seen in your life. So I love it. And just so we're clear, this is why I bought the Nobu necklace. Well, guess For what? that very reason. You just got to a whole new level now because oh. now you're, you don't need that Nobu necklace. Hi, I'm Cindy Simmons, and this is See the World with Cindy Simmons. You know, the whole goal of this podcast is to take you on an eye-opening journey and see the world through the lens of animal rescue, care and conservation, thrilling family adventures, and interesting people. I am extra excited today because we're celebrating one whole year of our podcast. Yay! This time last year, we were actually recording our first episode as the SeaWorld team prepared for its inaugural fear of hallow scream. Time really flies when you are seeing the world. So we're here again to go behind the screams to learn all the tricks and secrets of how they bring this unbelievable and terrifying event to life. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little scared right now. There's just something eerie about recording in a haunted house. So what's your biggest fear? Odds are you can find it this year at SeaWorld's Hallow Scream. So today we're going to talk to Kyle Smith and learn all the tricks and secrets on how they bring this fantastic, scary, and unbelievable event to life. Get ready to get spooked. Kyle, hi. Hello, going? I can't even tell you how excited I am to be here for about a million reasons, but we don't have that much time. So I'm going to tell you <laughs> the main one. Last year, when we came to Hallow Scream for our very first time as a family, we brought our then eight-year-old daughter. It was me, my husband, then our teenager, and the teenager's best friend. We purchased these Nobu necklaces. So it was me and my daughter, my eight-year-old, and we walked around this crazy, amazing, scary event watching her big sister and bestie get scared out of their pants. And all we did, she and I, was laugh and just, we had the best time. So whoever, whoever thinks that haunted houses are just for the big grownups, totally not true at all. That's so, right. There's something for everyone. Well, and it's been a year and we are ready to do this again. So I need to just kind of go back. I need to know, how did you become the amazing human that you are? Oh, well, thank you. Um, with this amazing title, Manager of Creative Show Operations, like... That, that seems amazing. So is this something that you always wanted to do when you were a little kid? Absolutely. Like I grew up always with a love of entertainment um, ever since I was little. A lot of times people ask me like, how did you get started or things like that? And um, growing up, I always negotiated all the neighborhood kids <laughs> to be a part of any production, any <laughs> event. Um, I used to sometimes pay them in ring pops growing up. Um, and bribe them basically how to become part of my uh, production or... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> festival or anything that I wanted to create growing up. So um, it definitely started at an early age and um, continued to grow through you know, my career. That is amazing. So, okay. So I, I know I said what your title is, but what exactly is your job? Yeah. So right now I'm the production manager of Hallow Scream, specifically what we're talking about today. Right. Um, and what that entitles is really um, designing and, and production managing the entire event between you know the creative or the design process from an audio level or a technical level down to the costumes, even the makeup, um, the direction, logistic planning, all of those things that come into planning an event um, is, is things that I handle with this event. So it is a very big task um, and I'm fortunate to have the role that I'm in right now. 
how did you get this role? Like, how did you end up at SeaWorld and doing this amazing event? Of course. So I went to school for entertainment management. Uh, Like I mentioned, I grew up um, in the entertainment world, performing and and things like that. My background, actually, um, is I grew up uh, figure skating and I was a professional figure skater. Um, so I toured the world and had an amazing opportunity and, and, and my love for entertainment continued to grow and, and specifically in production, you know, and I wanted to figure out how things ha- work and how things move and how to plan and um, all those elements that, you know, get put into making a huge show or a huge event happen. Um, so that's where my love uh, really started there. And I, like I mentioned, I went to school for entertainment management. And from there, um, I worked um, in different production companies here in Orlando and then I was fortunate enough to uh, get my role as a stage manager here at SeaWorld Orlando. And so I've been um, with the company for almost uh, five years now. And um, almost a year ago is when I got a production manager from last year's Hell of Scream. Um, so I'm very fortunate to be in this position. And I, um, like I said, while it's so challenging in every way and continues to push me, um, I, I love it, right? It's, it's so cool. It's everything that I wanted um, growing up and, you know, I, your brain constantly keeps thinking, right? So it's like you, you, sometimes you're waking up in the middle of the night <laughs> of coming up with a new idea or thinking of a solution to something that, you know, challenged you the day before. So it, it, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, you know, it keeps you up at night. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I am totally with you. So are you surprised at how like the response has been? Because everyone I know has been talking about this for a while now, like this is the place to be for Halloween. You know, while I say that I'm surprised, I'm not really. Um, And why I say I'm not really surprised is because when the team that we have here, um, while we're small, but we're so mighty and we care about our product so much on all levels, that the team and the dedication that we have here, I'm, I'm not surprised because, you know, last year's event was amazing. You know, if you were fortunate enough to come to the event and especially being, you know, a first fear and a first year for doing something that, you know, is totally not um, in our wheelhouse here at SeaWorld. Right. You know, we've, we've never um, had to, we've never had this challenge before. Um, so, you know, I'm not surprised in a way because I knew the, the amount of people that worked on the product last year and how dedicated and, and how passionate, you know, when you, when you add passion to a product, you know, it's, it's, you can't put measure on that, you're right? It just it pushes it to a whole level, another level. Um, so I'm not surprised. But with that being said, um, for this year, you know, I expect the the fan base to grow this year. Obviously, with a lot of people coming the first year and talking about it, oh, yeah. and then you know the hype of it being a second year, and also with that, our events getting bigger. And so it's going to bring a lot of people out. Well, we are obviously coming back because it is our favorite Halloween awesome. event. So speaking of favorite, I know that this is a hard question to ask you, but I want to see if you can answer it. You had to pick your favorite part of the role that you have. What is your favorite part? Because I know there's got to be many. Um, my favorite part of the role is actually like every opening day, you know, whether it's an opening of a show or an opening of an event. So um, I get to that opening day and I am not a crier, but on opening Aww. days, I'm a crier. But it's terrifying and scary event. So I'm going to be crying in a proud, hopeful way. Um, um, so that's my favorite moment about um, the current role. And, and, you know, also being a part of entertainment is seeing the guest reaction and seeing that finished product. And like, just like when you re- uh, ran a marathon or things like that, you yeah. get to that finish line and just the, the joy and the passion that you can actually see. Um, 
it, it's it, there's no words, right? At oh the end of the gosh. day, it's, it, you can't even describe how it feels when you when you see the guest reaction or he, even hearing talking about you know your experience last year and, and hearing that um, or even you know social me social media is so big and seeing people post about how they enjoy the event or what items that they loved about the event. Um, it, that's it's a great feeling. Okay, guys, something is about to happen. And I literally had no idea. The main character, <laughs> Scratch, snuck in here and scared the bejeebies out of me. And when I say I had no idea, I had no idea. So my, my daughter's nine now. And when I say she has talked about nothing else that she wants to do for her birthday in October, is come to Hello Scream. Yes. I mean, for a year, she's already picked out the friend she wants to ask to be her <laughs> birthday buddy and that they're already planning on getting the Nobu necklaces and they want to watch her sister and bestie get scared the whole night. She, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I've never heard her talk about anything for a year long. So kudos to you because you have changed a nine-year-old's life and given her something that normally I think maybe that age would be afraid of. But instead, like, She's so excited, like so anticipating the fun that she's going to have. Again, I mean, she talked about it. If say we went on a Friday, I don't remember, but she talked about it for like two or three days afterwards, nonstop. So I kudos to you. Great. We love it. I can't wait to have you guys back. Well, okay. Speaking of coming back, we have to talk about Hallow Scream this year and about the special characters that you're going to have that make Hallow Scream what it is. Absolutely terrifying. So who is the flagship character this year? Yeah, so our flagship character. Gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I think I just peed myself. This is Scratch, everyone. I can't even look at her. <laughs> <laughs> she is our blood siren, so she's pretty awesome, and and she is I'm our sweating. icon this year. So welcome to the show, Scratch. Oh my gosh, I can't even look at her. <laughs> I mean, you're beautiful uh, in your own way. Um, uh, I don't know what whatever you just said. I didn't Perfect, hear a word of it. We're going to cut right here. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. Oh my god. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was amazing. Like it was amazing. I swear, I think I peed myself. Oh my gosh. I am like sweating right now. Like dripping sweat. Okay, just to let you guys know, it took me about five minutes to collect myself and get it together because they just scared me to death. But man, it was so fun. And while I hated it, I kind of actually loved it at the same time. So I'm able to continue, but I'm going to be looking over my shoulder as I do, though. Um, hi, Scratch. Hello. <laughs> Literally. Oh my gosh, I'm dripping sweat right now. Scratch, how... How did you get this job here at Hello Scream? Well, it took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears <laughs> to get where I am today. None of my blood, sweat, and tears, of course, but let's face it. When you are as beautifully, as talented as I am, people are willing to give their all in devotion to you. Um, I, can, I can see that. Why do you pray on your victims, Scratch? I don't pray on my victims. They are willing to give their all to me. They are so entranced by my beauty that they will gladly open a vein. <laughs> I don't know about a vein, but yeah, may have gotten my bladder. 
Um, Scratch, what do you do in your spare time? Do you have any hobbies? Well, I bask in the unwavering admiration of my followers, stare longingly at myself in the mirror, and consume a vast amount of warm human blood. Wow. Um, so if for some psychotic reason someone wanted to find you during Hallow Scream, how would they find you? Well, all you have to do is answer my call. Um, one may refer to this visceral need as a beckoning of some sorts. I call it the blood beckoning. Simply give yourself over to the blood beckoning and you too may find your way to my hidden urban lair and you will be answered to pay the ultimate sacrifice. As much as I like to stay here and chat, I'm feeling a little bit peckish. Oh. I think it's time for my next feeding. I'm going to let you go then. It was so nice to meet you. You can just go be on your merry little way then. Thank you, Miss Scratch. Is it Miss Scratch? Mrs. Scratch? <laughs> now I feel like I'm going to keep looking over my shoulder the entire time. Kyle, why did you do this to me? I mean, why? Why? I thought, I thought we were friends. I thought we had this moment. I didn't think that you wanted to see me dripping sweat during our time together today. You know what? You, you asked a question earlier about uh, my favorite part of my role, though. That might have been my new favorite part oh, of my role. My gosh. I love seeing people like, like you just mentioned, dripping in sweat and freaking out on the most crazy, scary things that you've ever seen in your life. So I love it. And just so we're clear, this is why I bought the Nobu necklace. Well, guess For what? that very reason. You just got to a whole new level now because oh. now you're, you don't need that Nobu necklace. You uh, just accomplished Scratch, a, a, a direct interaction with okay, Scratch. But, but I need to know, is this going to um, is this gonna happen again during our time together? Because now I feel like I'm on high alert. You know what we say here at Hollow Scream, right? No, I don't want to know, actually. What do you say? There's nowhere to hide. Okay. Well, I'm just going to keep an eye out. No, I feel like over my shoulder. <laughs> You're all good. You're good. I promise. We can have a great conversation. Okay. I have your word. You have my word. Okay. Because I can't see my pants anymore. Um, so how do you, how do you, I, I feel like I'm not even focused. How do you pick Scratch? How do you find characters like Scratch? So for being our second year, you know, we, we introduced these sirens uh, for our siren universe here at SeaWorld Orlando last year. And our oh, fan I base, that siren, show last siren year. song, right? Yes. And we introduced these sirens, and you know the fan base, uh, they, they, their favorite was Scratch. And so we said, okay, how are we gonna like? You know, we we attacked the event with every you know idea that we could think of in our inaugural fear. Okay, so how do we make it bigger and better? And we said, okay, the fan base has this love for Scratch, so we have to include Scratch this year for our second year to continue to get bigger and bigger. And then we fell on this little phrase of like, we're scratching the surface and we're just continuing to get bigger and better. And then we fell in love with that, that concept and we said, okay, Scratch has to be our icon this year um, to continue to grow that fan base and to get the hype and excitement about Hollow Scream and what's going to like drive you to come again and again and again. You know, it's, there's so many things to see, especially with getting bigger, the, the event bigger. We wanted to, you know, Scratch is a perfect fit for the second year. I got to tell you, I, I heard everything that you just said, but my heart is still <laughs> racing. And all I keep doing the entire time that you're talking is looking over my shoulder like, I know he said that he's not going to do that again, but I'm absolutely terrified that you're going to do it again. And I want to be prepared this time. So 
I'm going to keep looking over my shoulder because I don't trust It's all you. good. There's no place to hide, right? So no, when you come to the no event, you basically do the same thing. You're like, okay, who's I'm coming s- from the bushes? Who's I mean, coming from up above? I'm so paranoid. Um, Kyle, how, how far in advance are you planning this? I mean, is it as soon as Halloween is done? Absolutely. And you're done with that hello scream. You're like, let's go on to the next one. Absolutely. It starts, you know, as soon as the, basically the event o- opens, we start thinking about, okay, what do we like and what do we want to add and what do we want to, you know, have as our new um, icon or new theme or new routes or new houses or new zones or new bars, right, you know, right from, so, you know, that'll start next week. <laughs> <laughs> How do you cast the characters? How do you find these actors? So we're fortunate enough that we have, you know, we, we're here in Orlando, Florida, and there's a lot of amazing talent out there here is. in Orlando. So we're very fortunate enough to have this grand, uh, you know, grand talent pool here to pull from. And so for this year's sp- specific event, we did a lot of online submissions. Um, and we also did a lot of in-person auditions. Uh, you know, that could be more uh, of a dance movement call. That could be uh, a vocal or a singer call. That could be you know, being a terrifying scare actor and seeing your movement and how you're going to scare someone. Um, so there's lots of different uh, ways that we do audition here at SeaWorld Orlando. But um, throughout that audition process, we're able to uh, hire, you know, all of our scare actors for this year's event. So um, well, whatever you're paying her, it needs to be doubled because <laughs> that I am not normally that scared. Like I always feel like I have a sense of what's going. I have zero idea. Um, so my my pulse is still like. <laughs> Um, how do they get into character? Because I mean, she is full on embracing her character, owning that role. How do they get into that, that character, that role? You know, we do, we do go through the uh, creative process with them and talk about the intent behind the character and what we're looking to see. And then going back to how I really started the conversation, um, you know, it's the passion too. Yeah. You know, um, Scratch, she's a powerful, powerful siren. And uh, to pull that off, uh, it takes a lot of a talent. So Scratch is very talented. Her makeup is amazeballs. How long does that take for her makeup or any of their yeah. makeup? It, it is a it's very intense makeup process, uh, especially for our sirens. So uh, specifically, some of our sirens go through their makeup process of up to three to four hours uh, before the event actually opens. So every single day when uh, scare actors are coming in, some some of their uh, makeup can take, like I said, up to three to four hours wow. to uh, terrify you. So let's talk haunted house. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit of a sissy Mary, which is why my youngest and I got the Nobu necklaces. So there you have it. But my teenager and her best friend and my husband, they did the haunted houses last year. So they reported back to the safety of where I was. <laughs> They couldn't stop talking about the haunted houses. So wh- how do you develop, like, what is the process for that? Like, how do you come up with this theme for this haunted house and that one? I mean, because I'm sure you will have a bunch of them, but you have to narrow it down because how many are there this year? There are five haunted houses this year. So we have um, three that are coming back that are reimagined houses okay. this year. So if you are a fan favorite of Beneath the Ice, or Captain's Revenge, or Dead Vines. Those are returning Dead this Vines, year. Dead Vines, my teenager, I remember she told me about that one. The, yes, the Hex, Hex's uh, house, basically, is what we call it internally here. Um, but yes, those three houses that I mentioned, those are being reimagined. So, um, like I said, Beneath the Ice, uh, it was a fan favorite last year. It was a great house. 
Um, so it is returning in its full glory this year. And then with Captain's Revenge, if you're familiar with last year, we had um, our siren that is called Darkness. Right. And we refer to her as the Purple Siren sometimes. But she, Darkness is the original siren. She's the leader of our siren universe here at SeaWorld Orlando. And um, she is now going to make appearance in Captain's Revenge. Yeah. And it's Captain's Revenge Drowned in Darkness. Um, so that's how we're reimagining that house. And then Dead Vines, Dead Vines, root of all evil, <laughs> because, you know, it is hell of scream. <laughs> so where is that inspiration from? Like, do you have any stories of like how you get that inspiration? <clears throat> you know, it's, it's collaboration, right? So it, it might be coming into, um, a, a meeting or a creative meeting and sort of tossing out ideas. We call it blue sky meetings, right? So you're sitting down at the table and collaborating of, what are certain things that you think, whether we're taking an existing haunted house that we had last year and trying to reimagine it, or specifically, we are standing right now in Blood Beckoning, and Blood Beckoning, Blood Beckoning is one of our new houses this year, okay. and uh, it is incredible. So with this process, it was a collaboration part. Uh, we were able to work with uh, different vendors to be able to creatively write the storyline, to design the house. Um, and make sure ultimately that it still stayed in our siren world. Um, that's super important to us here at SeaWorld Orlando. So we, we want to have a purpose, right? right? Especially how our company stands for is we have a purpose and we have a, and it all relates back. So with, with that, we're really passionate about that. That's one of the things in entertainment we try to stay true to. Um, and with Blood Beckoning here specifically, we wanted it to live in Scratch's world. And we wanted to build her mecca and build her temple add all the different elements of what uh, characteristics or things Scratch, uh, what Scratch does. So how do you make it? So last year was terrifying, obviously, as my teenagers reported back and then my little one and I watched from afar. How do you make it even more terrifying than last year? Because last year was pretty terrifying. Yeah. You know, it's hard work, obviously, and it's trial and error. Sometimes things work and sometimes don't. So it's yeah. a lot of going back and forth of, you know, this might be a great idea and we'll try it and maybe it doesn't work. And, you know, reversing order there and, and trying something new. So that, it's a little bit of trial and error. And then it's just uh, it's, it's research and trying things out. Like I said, uh, with Blood Beckoning, uh, it's awesome. I can't talk enough about Blood Beckoning. It is in a way, in a creepy way, it's beautiful. And it seems so weird to say and uh, I'm saying blood on the walls is beautiful, but it is, you know, if you look around this room, this one specific room currently right now, we are in an abandoned noodle shop. Um, in the noodle shop, there's, you know, disgusting food laying out. There's blood, <laughs> there's pig heads in the back there. We've got scratches mark on the walls where she and her following have, that's her call, right? She's leading more victims. And the, and the purpose of this house and is that she's getting her vampires or her feral vampires to bring her more blood Ugh. because the more blood that she consumes, the more beautiful she, she maintains and that she continues to grow and get more beautiful. Oh, she must have a lot of blood because she's gorgeous. Um, so, something that I am so fascinated by because we have done Halloween at SeaWorld during the day and then we've done Hallow Scream and it literally is like day and night. So how do you go from having this family-friendly Halloween situation during the day, and then it's almost like a light switch to flip it to Hollow Scream. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work. <laughs> Let's put it that way, right? <laughs> um, but also, I do think that's what makes uh, SeaWorld Orlando 
uh, great in a way because there truly is something for everyone. You know, you mentioned that your family, while some of you had the Nobu necklace, which yep. is a great uh, thing that we still offer this year, uh, we are having Nobu necklaces. But I, I yes. wanted to share this though because it's it's shaped like a cat, and I keep saying to everyone, "Oh, scaredy cats," <laughs> but I love it. So fine with embracing it's fine, the title right? Of so I can't cat. wait to see you in your in your <laughs> Nobu necklace again. But, um, but but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Okay, so I just need to ask you one more thing before I let you go with, even before like the last question we always end with. Okay. I need like a behind the scenes secret. Like okay. Something because my nine-year-old is here with me today and we want to, and even if it's just for us here, can okay. you share like some behind the scenes secret? Um, sure. Okay. Let me think about something good right now. Um, so for blood beckoning, since we're in the house, I'm going to yeah. stick on the blood beckoning. Um, you, the last, one of the last scenes in the house is this giant siren temple where you're going to see Scratch up on her crow's nest, gathering all the guests around. And she has her two minions slap and tickle that any of the guests going through the house are going to actually grab and sacrifice that guest to Scratch. And no one else knows that. So you could be one of Scratch's next victims inside this house of blood beckoning what if i don't want to be <laughs> nowhere to hide right <laughs> i know i'm gonna jump right into your arms that's exactly where i'm going Kyle. i can't wait let's do it kyle this has been one of my most favorite episodes <laughs> ever um i peed my pants i laughed i screamed i had all of the emotions job right? well done i, mean, I love it right yes right? All right. So Kyle, before I let you go, we ask every single person that we get the privilege of talking to this same exact question. What is the best thing you have seen in the world? One of the best things I've ever seen in the world is, is with my time on Disney on Ice traveling the world. And, and I, would, I don't know if I could say one moment, but seeing children's faces in so many different languages react to live entertainment. Um, that's my heart and soul. I love it. That makes me who I am today. And seeing that, you know, and, and how um, it's entertainment is such a universal language. You know, we might speak in different languages and we might have different things that we like, but seeing how entertainment and can, um, you know, help, it can motivate individuals, it can push individuals, it might, um, uh, you know, it gets you to a whole nother level. And I'm, I believe in the arts. Uh, through and through. And, and that's one of the most amazing things is seeing that entertainment and the impact it has on the world. Um, that's sort of an abstract in a way I idea or big, big picture, yeah. but um, that's, what I, that's what I thought of. That's what was in my head right now when you asked that question Good. of just on the spot of, of coming up with that. Kyle, that was perfect. And this entire episode was amazing. Thank you for scaring me literally almost out of my pants. I love it. I love it. I can't wait for Hello Screen. Thank you so much. Awesome. This is all so fascinating to me. I cannot wait to go to Hello Screen this year. I'm Cindy Simmons and join us on the next See the World. As always, be sure to check out SeaWorld.com. Select your favorite park to stay in the loop on all of the great things happening at SeaWorld. And lastly, it would also mean the world to me if you subscribed, left a review, and then shared this podcast with all of your wonderful friends. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time.